News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. You are listening to the Pep Talk Pensacola Expert Panel, PEP. Love it. Uh, I'm your host, Jake. I'm here today <clears throat> with Mike White, uh, Jimmy Donna. Is it J- Donna Ho? Donna Ho? All right. Okay. And Mary McClellan. Uh, from Autism Pensacola. Uh, check out autismpensacola.org, um, a nonprofit organization serving the families of Escambia and Santa Rosa counties uh, since 2002, right? You guys have been. Oh, let me turn your mics on here. There we go. Yes, that's right. We're in our 21st year. Okay, great. And um, so just. Just give us a brief synopsis of, of what you guys do, because I know people hear Autism Pensacola, they hear nonprofit, pretty much everything else is probably over their head. So so what, what do you guys do? Well, um, the first thing I want to mention is that um, we are actually uh, cover a five-county area. So um, we are primarily Escambia and Santa Rosa, but we cover Baldwin, Alabama, Escambia, Santa Rosa, Okaloosa, and Walton. So it says Autism Pensacola, but that's why next year we're hoping uh, rebranding, hopefully, and we'll see how that goes, um, if it happens or not. But um, what we are is a resource center for children and families affected by autism, as you said. So we are the phone call that they make when they think their child might have autism or they've just gotten a diagnosis or they're looking at particular services that they need or various therapies like speech or occupational, Mm -hmm. behavioral, um, or transitioning into adulthood because that's a huge, huge part of it. And uh, and so we kind of try to guide them through there. Yesterday, I got a call uh, from a parent whose son was 13 years old, but when he was six, he was diagnosed with ADHD. And all this time, he's been diagnosed with ADHD and had uh, medication and so forth. But it was getting worse, and these, I would say, outbursts were uh, getting worse, more frequent, more, you know, out of control. And so they went in and had him tested, and he received a diagnosis of autism yesterday. Mm. And they were beside themselves. They didn't, they just didn't know where to begin. And, and so they're still waiting on the summary from the actual diagnosis, which will, which will include things like this is the type of therapies that we think, you know, uh, will, will be best for your child. But, you know, like in the interim, I said, well, first thing I would do is contact your insurance companies and their TRICARE and, uh, and um, um, Humana mm-hmm. and see what they cover as far as, you know, uh, providers for autism-related services and compare that to our resource list or simply just call us back. And so basically what we do is we take these families and we hold their hand and we guide them through this maze of resources that are available. Uh, We also offer our own um, programs and services and um, that, that that benefit the area that we serve. And so I'm going to turn it over to these guys and let them tell you a little bit about what else we do. So Mike White um, and uh, Jimmy Donahoe, you guys are board of directors, right? Or right. on the board of directors uh, for Autism Pensacola. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, uh, one thing that she talked about is that the majority of people on the spectrum are also dual diagnosed with something else. My son has trisomy 13 and autism. And you'll find a lot of different um, – you know, ADH, whatever else that goes in front of that autism piece. Mm-hmm. So we, we're open to anybody coming, and we, we want to help all those families that we can. 
Um, and the services that we provide for them, that Mary and her staff do, they, they do a terrific job of different things. We had a picnic in the park this past weekend mm. for them. Um, while Mary was at a car show that was a fundraiser for us. So we're constantly doing things in the community to raise awareness, number one, to mm. those, and be a resource for those individuals because it can be impacting to families when they find out that their child uh, is on the spectrum all of a sudden like this gentleman that called. Um, and so we want to be that resource for them to reach out to us and, and uh, help them guide, like she said, hold their hand and, and guide them through that uh, difficult time when they're just learning of the, the different things. Early intervention for autism is so crucial, too, so the earlier we can find out, the more help we can get. So mm. um, I'm glad he called when he did. Yeah, and, and the thing about that call is, like I said, this was a 13-year-old child who had just been diagnosed with autism. Mm. He'd gone a long time without a diagnosis, and therefore he kind of missed out on the early intervention part. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's still going to be fine, but, you know, it's, it's, um, it's the earlier they start, the better. And that's uh, Mike White can tell you a little more about early intervention and um, how resources like what we offer, you know, a one-stop shop can uh, can help, right, Mike? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's kind of where my involvement started is just telling you and meeting with you and letting you know that I was diagnosed at an early age with autism and PDD as well. Um, and, mo- and sorry for layman's PDD? Yeah. Uh, that's pervasive de- developmental disorder. Okay. Kind of goes hand in hand with autism. A lot of that nowadays is, is kind of lumped in together as autism spectrum disorder. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. So early on, my mom noticed a lot of things. Um, wasn't speaking very early on when I should have been. Um, wasn't being very affectionate. Uh, didn't really want people touching me, which are very early signs of, of autism. Not necessarily indicative of autism at that point, but she was a little concerned. She felt something was wrong. Kind of approached my pediatrician with these um, concerns and at that point, they really weren't, you know, sure about autism diagnoses just because they try to, to limit that at that point. I mean, when I was born, I think the diagnosis, the numbers were one in 500. I think now it's one in 36. Oh, my God. Yes, that's yeah. right. So it's wow. amazing the progress we made in almost 30 years. But um, a doctor gave her a lot of material to read and a lot of, you know, research to do. So my mom kind of took it into her own hands. But that early on. You know, it was kind of hard for her because she had to kind of do all that stuff herself, you mm-hmm. know, with autism, Pensacola and the resources they offer, you know, respite care for children with autism so the parents can have a break and, and kind of go out and live their lives, uh, support groups for these parents, for grandparents even of children with autism, just because it can be a little difficult for them as well. So a lot of different resources that are available. I wanted to touch on that a little bit. Um, looking at your programs that you guys offer, uh, the Kids for Camp, Um you want to talk a little? I mean, sure. I'll, I can go down the list. You guys have so many different programs. We do, and we have a very small staff. Uh, and so one of the things I've been tasked with was to put out a call for volunteers. Of course. Uh, because we do have a small staff. We're a nonprofit, and mm-hmm. so we try to have to keep our expenses low if we can. The more volunteers we can have, the better. Um, and so that's one of the things that we're trying to really develop more mm-hmm. is our volunteer base. Uh, Kids for Camp is, it was nationally acclaimed in 2007, I think, uh, when Quint Studer was the president of Autism Pensacola's Board of Directors. 
And um, it is a five-week program designed just for children with autism. Uh, we hire special education instructors from Escambia and Santa Rosa County. Uh, this last year, this year we had uh, a couple from Baldwin County, which was good to bring that in. Um, but it's open to children from the ages of, well, we say two to 26, but it's really five, about four or five to 26. Mm. Um, they're on two different campuses um, that are right there near Washington High School, uh, Home Elementary in Washington. But it gives these children an opportunity to practice these skills that they're learning and their various therapies. And it's, you know, socialization and being around other people, how to, you know, communicate with people um, and just gives them routine and that kind of thing. So they do all kinds of stuff. They do field trips. They do all kinds of activities. We have dance parties and water days and, mm. uh, and we bring in um, these, uh, what you would call it, a mobile exhibits like uh, reptiles or mm, cool. the sheriff's horses, you oh, know, the posse, cool. you know, things like that. Yeah. And the kids love it. Mm. So it it is a very and it's a, it's it's considered a summer learning lab in that um, we we keep very close track of all the data uh, and and there's the KPI the key performance indicators about this so each year we know uh, how we're doing hmm. uh, from the year before hmm. um, but yeah it's a great it's a great uh, program for kids and and it's our signature event. The, the social inter interaction piece is so important because uh, at the church I go to, uh, we have the Encircle Ministry. Um, so that's all of our special needs uh, parishioners. Uh, and a lot of them are on the spectrum. And we watched a video the other day, and one of our uh, one of our people in the ministry was saying, well, you know, just because I don't communicate the same as you do, just because I'm not uh, uh, going out of my way to make friends doesn't mean that I don't want friends, you know, cause everybody wants friends, you know, and just spreading awareness and just changing the way the community thinks about autism because there's so much information and it changes. It seems like every day. Um, and we just, uh, we just have to roll with it. But I, organizations like this that are actually getting out there, boots on the ground, helping people. Uh, sorry, I, I'm going to ramble on, but we've, we were coming <laughs> up on a break. So I will be right back. We are talking with Mike White, Jimmy Donahoe, and Mary McClellan from Autism Pensacola. We'll be right back after this with the Pensacola Pep Talk on 92.3 Informative Local Dependable. Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. My name is Jake. I'm your host for the Pensacola Expert Panel this morning. I have Autism Pensacola in the house, Mike White, Jimmy Donahoe, and Mary McClellan. Uh, Mary, you're the director of Autism Pensacola, and you guys have some uh, some programs that you wanted to touch on. While we, We've got about 10 minutes, so I just wanted to definitely let you guys get in whatever you need to get in. Absolutely. Uh, in addition to being a resource center uh, for children and families affected by autism. We also offer our own programs and services and have partnerships with other organizations such as Escambia Search and Rescue and uh, Pensacola Police Department. Um, and I want to just turn it over to Jimmy Donahoe because he's uh, he's very, he's the one who's very informed about all of this. In fact, Take Me Home is your baby, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. 
So the Pensacola Police Department has a program called the Take Me Home program where individuals on the spectrum or otherwise, because we use it for Alzheimer's patients too, can put a picture in this database uh, along with a basic um, demographic description of their loved one and five emergency contacts in case they wander away from home. And, and wondering, it's going to happen to about 50% of the population with autism at some point. Mm. Of those, 42% will end up in a tragedy. So it's a crucial that we wow. have this information out there. That's a staggering uh, statistic right there. Yeah. Wow. So um, this database allows the officers to have a picture in their car of these individuals. And also, if they wander and get out without the, maybe it's 2 o'clock in the morning in the, the, the family doesn't know about it, and they find them, they'll be able to just put their description in mm. and be able to uh, figure out who they are pretty quick. And so just if you need that, you can call 435-1905 at the Pensacola Police Department, and they can set up an appointment to register your individual with, mm. again, Alzheimer's, I, you know, Down syndrome, whatever you want to put in, we put that in there. And then another great program, and I can say this, I travel uh, na uh, nationally training uh, first responders, and uh, we're unique at Pensacola in how we handle the Project Lifesaver. A Project Lifesaver is a bracelet that they put on the individuals if, if they're wondering, and they can track those down. Um, of those 42%, 91% of those people with autism will drown. Mm. And so we're, time is crucial for the first responder to be able to find them. Wow. And so with this bracelet, we have a better tracking device. And now it, it is a problem with um, the sensory issues with autism. They may not wear them, mm. but we're working with them. We put them on the sock. We do different things. We're working with the Scambia Search and Rescues, and they, they help us out with those things. And so um, usually they drown within a mile, the place they're last seen. Um, but this equipment goes a mile in circumference so mm. we're, we're working together and if we can get it up in the air maybe in life flight or something it'll go seven miles so we have a much oh, better okay. opportunity recovering project lifesaver if you have somebody on the spectrum you're thinking about this has a 100 percent recovery alive nationwide wow. you just can't get better than 100 percent but the key part about Pensacola and autism Pensacola, it, the funding is there for everybody to have a bracelet that needs one. Yeah. So if, if there's a, that situation, please contact us. Let us help you with that. Uh, we, we'd much rather give you a bracelet. And, and they're expensive. They're $350. Mm. Right. And so we have different ways to work with them. You know, I know I put a strap on a kid one time. He wouldn't wear anything. But he had, I noticed he had bling around his his uh, neck there and I said hey so I went and got some glue and some sprinkle and, <laughs> and he loved it he Bedazzle. started showing it so we were able yeah. to put the actual bracelet on just instead of the strap oh, so wow. different things um, that we can do to help the those in the community you gave out a phone number earlier for the was it the police department that the is sharing in this? okay five zero four three five nineteen oh five okay and that's for project lifesaver yeah. that that is i mean the name couldn't even say it any better so I that's mean, well that's the take me home program right oh the take me home project okay. lifesaver they'll need contact um they can contact Mary's, us Mary yeah. staff at, okay and be able to get that so both of those programs uh you know combined can help us out tremendously okay. in law enforcement right. Yeah, so the statistics on, uh, you know, what did you say, o over half? 50% will elope at some time. 42% of those will in tragedy. 91% of those are drowning. Oh, man. Yeah, so, so Jimmy, explain why, the, um, why drowning is such a big thing with kids with autism. Because, you know, whenever you see a, a news story about a child who's drowned, mm -hmm. a lot of the times it's a child with autism. Yeah, so, so, so um, I've had a different... And I've been on a board with people on the spectrum that describe mm -hmm. these things to us. 
and some of them say, you know, it's the shininess of the water, or, mm. or you know, I remember my mother in my mother's womb that it was there was water, but we had a girl that um, it was nonverbal in uh, Toronto, Canada, uh, named um, Carly Fleshman, and she learned how to type, and she told us that by typing that her skin felt like it was on fire, and hmm. if your skin felt like it on fire, where would you go? And mm-hmm. so they go to work. Oh. Um, and so um, we we have had a local rescue, actually, with the Scambia Search mm-hmm. and Rescue mm-hmm. after one of our trainings here. And she went. She said, I remember the training. It was three months ago. I went straight to the water and found the young lady getting in the water. Oh, wow. And so it's crucial that we get that word out to, to first responders. We are back on News Radio 92.3, the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm your host, Jake. We are hanging out with Autism Pensacola. Check them out, autismpensacola.org. Uh, I'm here with Mike White, Jimmy Donahoe, and Mary McClellan. Uh, I'm going to shift it back over to you, Mary, and, and let you finish up these last couple minutes we have. Well, I'm actually going to. Oh, kick I'm it sorry. Off. Oh, no, Mike's going to. Mike's going to. It's all good. We yeah. are doing some fundraising. Obviously, these programs they're free for our families, but they're not free for us. So, obviously, there is some. There's a fundraising aspect to it. We are working on partnerships for 2024. So, any local businesses that are interested in partnering up with us, give Mary a call over at Autism Pensacola. We're we're happy to have the conversation and share how y'all could be a help. Okay, great. It was great to have you guys in the studio today. Um, Mike, Jimmy, Mary, thank you so much for being with us on the Pensacola Expert uh, panel, AutismPensacola.org. Stream us at NewsRadio923.com. NewsRadio923. WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.